0: Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. So glad to have you here. Let's all join in by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. It's been a long week. It's been a lot going on in the world at large and I'm sure a lot happening in your life as well. And so it's just a great time to just sit back and relax and just be able to listen and Think and collaborate, and have our energies all in this together. Because when I say there's so much going on in the world, and uh, you know the season is winding down now. So if you have any topic requests, please send those in to my inbox at Agent K21 Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at Agent K21. You can email me, you can fax me, you can DM me. You can reach out and let me know if you want to collaborate, if you want to be a feature, if you have a topic request, if you have something you want to submit, if you have anything that you would like to uh, showcase, please reach out as well. uh, There is donation-based counseling available for those who are interested in it and for those who have already been taking advantage of it. um, Definitely, you can spread the word and just let those who you think may benefit from counseling You know, a lot of times we can be apprehensive to get into counseling. And especially with today's topic being about divine masculinity, my area of specialty that I do provide counseling is specifically for those who are men, are born men, or identify as men, or have uh, prominent masculine energy in some of the things that you may face on your journey. So I primarily work uh, as a specialty dedicated to working with uh, the male population because there's so much misunderstanding of counseling and there's just so much um, programs that we have to kind of control, out, delete about counseling, especially if you're born male, you have all of these programs on Emotions and vulnerability and what it means to be a man and all of those things that may have been skewed by those around you who did not understand themselves as well. And so just know I'm very proud of the people who are just getting counseling either through myself or through some other platform. It takes such courage and such bravery, and my hat's off to you guys. Very proud of you all. Also, if you are looking for employment or opportunities to... Uh, work in a holistic healing type of field, um, definitely looking for people who want to um, join on as entrepreneurs who are looking for independent type of work. Um, please reach out, please check the, the link in my bio will also take you to the counseling website. And if you click on the link there, it'll take you to the website, click on the tab that says counseling, Once you get to the counseling page, there will be a a tab that says employment. And so, definitely, if you would like to join the team and work with me, not for me, then definitely please, um, holler at your girl and let me know what, uh, what you guys would like to do. And so, um, also, if you haven't already, please check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's visual aid for. Those who prefer um, just the visual representation for previous podcasts as I have done, videos are coming out weekly, so please check out the YouTube page, go ahead and subscribe, and um, you know, wherever you are on the spiritual path, on the spiritual journey, know that you are not alone, know that there are resources available, and when we start to talk about things like divine masculinity, what does it really mean? And this topic is is wide and it ranges not just for those who um, were born male or who identify as male. It's about energy. You know, we all have masculine and feminine energy regardless of our gender. So I may use the the term he or him or they um, as interchangeable pronouns, but I'm I'm not necessarily referring to a gender specific I'm more so referring to the energy, and so I may use he and him and they as I talk about the divine masculine um, energy. Um, So we all have these energies, as you may know, and if you want to understand that concept and that principle, it's actually a universal law, and I did a previous recorded uh, podcast about it called The Law of Gender. So if you want to understand how we embody these energies more, and it's not based about your gender or your biological, um, your biological sex. It's more based on energy principles. Now, you know, I've I've really tried, I've really tried to collaborate because I definitely have such respect for those who were born male, um, and I really wanted to integrate and have the energy of someone who has grown up with those experience from that perspective be able to join but as it turns out a lot of people a lot of males specifically um, who incarnated as male I should say are not ready yet there's still a lot of fear and so I'm just going to talk about things that I've learned from my perspective and things that I've encountered in my journey because I'm with the I'm I'm with what the Native Americans would call and consider two-spirited. So two-spirited refers to a person who identifies as having both a masculine and a feminine spirit. Now, it's a little different than just embodying the energies that we all naturally embody, the energy of masculine and feminine. Um, as a spirit, I understand the male psyche a lot more than those who may have just been born are incarnated as female and may not understand a lot of things that guys deal with. And so that's part of my spiritual gifting of understanding um, the male psyche. And from a lot of guys that I have counseled and groups of men that I've counseled, they definitely um, have given a lot of feedback on um, my gifting that I provide. And so... I definitely want to encourage you, encourage those who are listening who either are male or have male relatives or friends who you feel like you want to encourage them to start a counseling service, I would recommend you send them the link. And um, I'm, I'm here not to bash on the males, not to do anything like that, because it's all about unity. It's all about bridging the gap. And so, I want to talk about divine masculinity, what it means to me, and some of the traits that it is embodied, and what it also can mean for those who are on the twin flame journey. So, I want to first start by discussing some of the traits that someone who's operating in their divine masculinity, again, regardless of gender, someone who's operating in their divine masculinity, will have characteristics and traits such as being deliberate, being creative, being just, having compassion, being honorable, honest, dependable, respectful, diligent, accountable, confident, and brave, to name a few. And so some of you may naturally embody those qualities, and um, some of you may be working on embodying those qualities so how can you awaken that divine masculine energy within you a couple of things that i've really i think that three 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 like uh core elements the three core elements of being a divine masculine um And I'll talk more about ways to awaken that divine masculinity here shortly. But the three more, three core representations of those who operate in the divine masculine energy, divine masculine is a giver. They give more than they receive. They are action oriented. They make plans and they execute those plans. And their word is their bond. They walk it, they talk it, they know it, they are it. They represent the truth. They represent love at its fullest capacity. And those are some of the core elements of what it means to have divine masculinity. Now, somewhere along the way, these divine masculine traits became skewed, and they became toxic masculinity. So what is toxic masculinity? In my opinion, toxic masculinity, characteristic traits are being possessive, being insecure, controlling, manipulative, creating distrust. Whereas the divine masculine is a giver, the toxic masculine energy is a taker. And so as you may know, most of the wars that have started, most of the terrible tragedies that have happened from just things such as pedophilia and rape and incest and murder and wars as I said come from that perspective of being in the toxic toxic masculinity energy so the toxic masculinity operates out of the spirit of fear operates out of the energy to steal kill and destroy and so it can be very subtle or it can be very overt You know, it could be as subtle as stealing someone's idea to stealing someone's girl to stealing someone's thoughts process. Like, what I mean stealing their thought process is stealing other people's words, you know, stealing other people's um, ideas and carrying it out as if it was their own. Destroying families, destroying people's trust, destroying nations. That's where all the toxic masculinity comes from now. Now started thinking like, where did this come from? Because I feel like a couple of things are happening right now. I don't think it's by coincidence that I've been trying to record this episode for probably over a year now. And I've asked several different, um, several different men who were who are, you know, uh, embodied men incarnated in this physical realm as men and. It has not been the right time for them to uh, be available, at least. And I noticed that it's almost like um, there's this fear. There's this fear that comes up. And so I feel like what happened, what shifted, is that as the divine feminine, whether, regardless of gender, when the divine feminine started to rise, it actually did an exact reverse to the divine masculine. The Divine Masculine became insecure. The Divine Masculine became threatened by the rise of the Divine Feminine. And then these fears were born out of it. And it's created this imbalance. This imbalance has been thriving for a very long time, for centuries, for generations. And I feel that that's part of the reason why there are so many um, people who are on the Twin Flame journey at this current time. There are so many people who are embodying that journey or incarnated in this journey is because it's to bring balance back to the divine feminine and the divine masculine to work together. So some of the fears that I feel were birthed out of the rise of the independent women and the divine feminine energy was the fear of missing out, FOMO, the fear of missing out, creating this lack mindset. Creating this lack mindset is what caused, I think, a lot of, and there's so many different layers, so I'm just naming a few. But this lack mindset is what caused people, particularly single mothers, to have to raise their own children is because a lot of men, and this is not counting those who were incarcerated or who were murdered, I'm saying for those males who have chosen not to raise their own children who have chosen to have children and be absent fathers is because of this fear that was created, the fear of responsibility that was birthed through trauma. There's also the fear of rejection. And there's the fear that I don't think many people understand or realize is happening, the fear of being replaced. Now, I feel like as the divine feminine started rising and threatened, and birthed a lot of insecurities within the divine masculine because a lot of, um, throughout our history or throughout human history, women have needed to be dependent on men. And if that is no longer an institution anymore, it, le- it can leave the masculine feeling like, where do I belong in this? And if the masculine no longer feels needed, they can retaliate either through anger or through fear. And so I feel like this shift happened where it created this imbalance. Instead of the masculine rising with the feminine, it did the exact opposite and they lowered themselves. They diminished themselves. Instead of meeting the divine feminine with the same energy, they did the exact opposite and they took it personally and was like, oh, you good without me? Okay, fine. Do it on your own. Raise these kids by yourself. You know, I'm not going to support you financially anymore. Whatever the dynamic may have been, it created this fear of being replaced. And that um, is really threatening to the male ego. So I feel like a lot of different fears were born. And now I started thinking, like, this has been going on for a very long time. And it's been happening for centuries and generations, as I said But you know, when it first happened, this is what actually caused the imbalance. Now, I'm going to say this not in a factual way, but more in a metaphorical kind of way. And I'm going to use this story just to understand the energies and the dynamics. It's not necessarily about beliefs or religion or anything of that. But if you're familiar with the story of Adam and Eve, I'll give a brief synopsis of Adam and Eve. So... This was when this... Try to see this from the perspective of energy. Try to see this from the perspective of the divine diminishing oneself uh, out, of the, out of the rise of the feminine. So when you go back and you look at the story of Adam and Eve, using it as a, as a metaphor for the energies that reside in this world, in this realm. Adam and Eve, right... As we may know, some of us may be familiar with the story of Adam and Eve, where Eve eats the forbidden fruit and they have knowledge of good and evil. Well, the thing is, and this is, again, part of what I feel the mission and the purpose of the twin uh, twin flame journey right now in this in this uh, time frame is to reclaim this balance. And I'm going to explain, how I interpret how I interpret it okay so you have the masculine energy which is Adam you have the divine feminine energy which is Eve source consciousness creator of the universe gave power to the divine masculine so the divine masculine has this power and it's up to the divine masculine on how to wield this power and so The Divine Masculine has this power. The Divine Masculine was, the Divine Feminine was birthed out of the Divine Masculine energy. And so the Divine Feminine, again using the story of Adam and Eve, Divine Feminine finds this forbidden fruit or finds this knowledge, right? The Divine Feminine goes out, finds this knowledge, takes part in this knowledge brings it back to the divine masculine this is the interesting part of the story to me because if you if you're familiar with the story of adam and eve eve already took a bite out of this forbidden fruit she already chomping on it she you know she already ate some of this forbidden fruit it wasn't until adam the divine masculine partakes in the forbidden fruit at that time that's when they both realized, oh sh- we're naked right that's when they had that knowledge of good and evil and so if you're thinking about it like well the way I was thinking about it was like Eve should have already known like hey Adam you're naked right now like she already had eaten the forbidden fruit so she should have already had known what was happening But she didn't. And I feel that the reason is because the shift has to happen with the divine masculine first. And so this balance, this incongruent balance that exists right now, that's happening, is part of the twin flame journey to restore that balance. And that's why one of the the energies will be a representation of the divine masculine, the other of the divine feminine. And what happens is once the divine masculine actually raises the vibration actually meets the divine feminine that is when the union quote-unquote of understanding these energies will occur so I hope that kind of makes sense it made a lot more sense in my mind as I received the download for this I was like oh okay that makes a lot of sense so if you are on this uh twin flame journey and your representation of the divine feminine you're more than likely you've already gotten the knowledge you've gone out you got the knowledge you're sitting pretty right now you're ready it's the divine masculine that's going to have to meet you halfway that's going to have to rise up to that standard in order for that completion to happen and so I feel the same thing in a universal stance and I feel like It's not just about that journey, it's about humanity. As a society, we will not understand each other until men and women get on the same page. And until men and women do not see themselves as adversaries but see themselves as equal, we will not be on the same page. And so a lot of people who operate out the toxic masculinity want things to remain the same because the toxic masculinity has that false sense of power through control you know and so um if you're dealing with someone and they claim to be a representation of a divine masculine energy just be mindful be mindful of what actually is divine masculine energy and what is not if they are not someone who gives whether their time their energy their resources freely to you they may not be operating out of their divine masculine masculinity. If they are not action-oriented, if they don't make plans, if they don't take you out on dates, if they don't follow through with those plans that they say they're going to do, they're not operating out of divine masculine energy. If they don't walk it like they talk it, if their word is not their bond, if they don't show any accountability, they're not necessarily walking in their divine masculinity. Now, of course, there's different things that could be going on, inner child work, trauma, etc. I'm just expressing part of the divine masculine energy. The divine masculine will always manifest. The divine masculine is always the creator, is always the action, is always the, the taking that step, you know. You don't have to ask a guy to do anything for you they're going to automatically do that when they're operating out of their own masculinity, their own divine masculinity, that is. Toxic masculinity, on the other hand, they do not create. They only imitate. They are not original thinkers. They are kind of puppets. They operate out of imitation. They operate out of illusion, smoke and mirrors. They don't operate out of... um, honesty and direction the divine masculine is very direct the toxic masculine is very indirect whereas the divine masculine manifests the toxic masculine infests there's no creation there there's just infestation and so please be mindful of the kind of people that claim to be divine masculine or that their actions do not match their words that is operating out of the toxic masculinity if someone is claiming to be a divine masculine but yet they are instilling more uh, stereotypes and more hatred between the sexes and the genders they're not operating out of their divine masculinity if they have fear of operating out of homophobia and um fear of being dominated, they're not operating out of their divine masculinity. And so a lot of these fears, you know, I feel for, for a lot of you guys, because a lot of these fears, um, again, are not yours to have necessarily, because we were born in a society that creates a lot of shame. There is a lot of body shame, there's a lot of shame over... Um, shame of having feminine traits as a as a male there's shame over expressing emotions there's shame over what it means to even be a quote-unquote guy in this world and so uh, it's a lot to deal with you know I remember always thinking like how come you see these since childhood right we're groomed and conditioned since childhood You have Barbie and Ken. Now Barbie, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, let's change Barbie's clothes. You're taking her clothes off and they have the full body of a woman, you know, as a toy. But then you go to Ken. You take Ken's clothes off. Yeah, he's got these pecs and he's got these abs, but he has no genitals, none. And I feel that there's this shame that a lot of males can carry over their own body, and it's a, it cre- I feel like it creates this split because it's there is this uh, you know understanding. There's this Freudian term of Sigmund Freud, uh, psychologist, psychiatrist, psychologist <laughs> created you know terms like um, penis envy and things like that, and that can be a real thing. But I feel like it's taken out of context. I feel like the whole quote unquote penis envy is really about power. It's not about body image necessarily, it's more about a symbolization of power. And I've always thought, like, it's so crazy how you watch, you know, movies where there's nudity, there will more than likely be a woman who's gonna be nude. But I can probably count on one hand how many movies there are or TV shows where there's actual nudity from a guy. And I'm not just talking about this, but you know, you don't really see you don't really see the full body of a guy. And I thought, man, this is crazy. Like you hear guys, you hear rappers, singers talk about grabbing their crotch or whatever, and you see them even do it, right? So there's this pride. But then there's also this shame, whereas TV shows, movies, you don't really see the full depiction of a body, of a male body, not even from from a cartoon, or not even from a a cartoon, yes, but also, like, from childhood is what I'm getting at, but yet you see the full representation of a woman, and I always thought that that's, again, part of the toxic masculine uh, control tactic. Of creating this internal shame that a lot of guys can deal with and yet treating women especially women's bodies as disposable and objectifying if you're dealing with someone like that they are not operating out of their divine masculine energy the divine masculine is there to protect is there to provide to be a safe haven you know, for the divine feminine. And again, going back to that story of Adam and Eve, the energies behind that, the divine masculine did not take any accountability. This is when it was birthed. This was when the toxic masculinity was birthed. Adam took no accountability. Instead, he blamed the divine feminine. He blamed the counterpart for what was going on. And I feel like, again, that can be symbolic towards the twin flame journey, but also towards society at large. You know, toxic masculinity is probably more aligned to pro-life than pro-choice. Toxic masculinity is probably offended by same-sex couples and things like that. Um, People who operate out of their toxic masculinity... They are very envious for some reason and very insecure. And I think that a way to awaken the divine masculine energy within yourself and around others is to become very self-aware, very self-aware of the beliefs that you operate with, your alignment become very aware of your surroundings, very aware of your programming, what you entertain, what you allow into your spirit, what you watch, whether it's pornography or just other things that you feel may be detrimental to your spiritual life. It's also what you ingest in your body. So if you're into a lot of casual sex and you think that it's just that you're actually ingesting a lot into your spiritual body and so there's a lot of things that um, can occur and I think also the divine masculine will understand and embrace their own divine femininity because I feel that The divine masculine has overcome the fear of domination. There is a real fear of being demasculated, demasculized. I don't know if that's the word for it, but there's a real fear of that, that young boys have to face a lot of times throughout their life. Again, Sigmund Freud um, came up with this theory that young boys are afraid that their fathers will remove their penis. I'm sure some of you who have studied psychology have heard that concept. That's actually a real fear that people have. And it also correlates to the fear of um, like the fear of homophobia is because back in human history, way back in ancient times, in order to demasculate someone or to humiliate them, after a war, after some type of victory, The males would conquer the other males by basically raping them and so, and humiliating them. And so, there's a lot of um, fears that still linger in our DNA from things that have happened in prior times. I also feel that there's a fear of women, not only the fear of what women can do with or without having a man, but also the fear of what women. Of being treated like a woman. Now if a guy has been very very toxic to their counterparts or to the other gender, their opposite sex, they have a fear of being treated that exact same way. They have a fear of receiving the karma for those actions. And so the Divine Masculine, once the Divine Masculine understands their strengths, their power, their—they create. once they have enough self-esteem to stand on their own, then that's when things will start to restore balance again. Because there's so many, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but so many women, and a lot of people like to use the scripture out of context, and I don't like it, but you see so many women who are widowed or who have never married and they're, they're good. They're fine. But you rarely see a guy who's single for a long period of time. And a lot of religious people like to use the, uh, the sacred text that says, um, you know, it's not good for men to be alone. And they think they mean a literal man instead of humans are needing connection. And so a lot of people like to use that out of context and say, well, that's why you don't see guys alone because they need, It's like the very thing that they need is the very thing that they abuse. And so as people start to understand that they embody both energies and they start to actually infuse more self-love and they start to realize what you do to one person is going to be a ripple effect and they remove themselves out of toxic cycles and toxic abusive cycles, then is when the rise of the divine masculine will meet the the, the rise of the divine feminine because the divine feminine she up there she done rose she's waiting on the divine masculine to meet her and I feel like that is what's causing such stagnation right now and such division between the genders and between nation and nation is because of the fear of femininity and so I do believe in the, the years to approach more and more divine masculines will rise up because I've seen them. A lot of the youth that I counsel, they're on the rise to understanding their own divine masculinity. And I'm just so grateful to see it happening and see it showing up because I don't know if how many guys know how important they are and how valuable and irreplaceable they are Now, I know that, but it's most important for them to know that, for you to know that. If you happen to be listening and you feel like you're not needed, trust me, you are. You are so needed, and none of this works without all of us working together. So please keep that in mind. If you know someone who may benefit from this message, please share it, please send it, um, I hope that some of this may have resonated. I hope that a lot of it may have um, provided a different or illuminated some more perspectives. But it's kind of just thinking about a lot of stuff and just thinking how can we bridge this gap where there's more equality, there's more freedom, and there's more understanding. Because I feel like the most loneliest state is misunderstanding. At least in my opinion, it is. So hopefully you guys feel heard and seen through this. And um, I look forward to hearing any requests that you guys have and any um, topics that you guys want to know more about. I look forward to it. And um, yeah, stay safe, stay well. Sending so much love to everyone out there. Be well until next time.